this is the Daily Ghost Podcast. As always, I am Patrick Michael, and today we've got another creepy tale for you. And you know that, and you love it, and that's important. It means a lot that you like it, okay? So let's get into this. Let's not waste any time. Let's get this episode out there for you. Let's get this creepy tale for you. Turn the lights down, and let's get strange with another Daily Ghost podcast right now. Today's story comes from the author, Vinny Lichen, V-I-N-N-I-E-L-Y-C-A-N. It's called Dare Game. 703 views. It's rated 3.19 by 16 users. No comments yet. Dare Game by Vinny Lichen. I am sweating. I don't believe what I saw. I can't, in fact as this whole event must be delusional. It has to be. I'll write down what happened to try to better understand my mind, because I can barely make any sense. My name is not important. My weight is 165. My height is 5'11". I'm quite fit. I have to be because of my job. I work as sort of a night watcher. I do not get easily scared, and I didn't believe in the paranormal, not even religious. All started in a normal night. I was off duty, taking my walk with my girlfriend and some friends, my friendly circle. In my town, there are many new constructions of which some had to stop progress due to governmental problems. We were passing near one of those half-built buildings. It looked abandoned as if years passed and it was kind of forgotten. One of my friends dared me to go into half of it, wave from the broken window and come down. It was a stupid dare and the place could have drug addicts or a group of thugs. It could have just hobos or nothing at all. I wanted to say no, but they wouldn't let me be for a long time. Inside the cryptic construction, there were dust, broken walls, cement sacks, half broken windows, all the paraphernalia that you would see in a construction site. As I made my way upstairs, I started hearing a sound. It was like a whisper coming from way up. The first three floors were fast, even with me walking slowly and making no sound. I didn't want to draw any attention to myself in case there was someone there. I could startle them, or they could get aggressive. Each floor was different from the one below. The stairs were positioned in different places. Sometimes there were two sets of stairs in different places and the walls of the room were almost random. In the seventh floor, the sounds that I heard weren't a whisper anymore. I got close to one of the windows in my floor and looked down to see my friends. They were there waving at me. I waved back and started going down, but I stopped. Curiosity killed the cat, as they say. I started walking upstairs again to find out what that sound was. I made my way up to the 11th floor, and it struck me. How could I have heard a sound of whispers so far down below? It was like 
a calling, like it was calling me. Just as I had reached the 13th floor, I saw it. Two hooded figures near a body in the ground. The corpse was disemboweled, blood in the ceiling and on the walls. I started to tremble and sweat. The two were chanting something that I couldn't understand. My mind was thinking a thousand things. What if they catch me? What are they doing? Who did they kill? And what the hell is happening here? My instincts were just screaming for me to get the hell out of the hellhole. I was frozen in place. All I could do was watch. Suddenly, something started happening in the ceiling. It was like something was ripping through. I saw claws, then a snout, and then fangs. It was black with eerie red eyes. His skin was like charred black leather with some bits of fur. It roared and landed down onto the corpse. I was ready to leave. When one of the hooded figures tried to run, the creature pounced onto him. It was like time had stopped, and I could see the creature tearing his back with his claws like it was digging into him. The man screamed, but soon the creature bit his throat and ripped it off. The other hooded figure was trying to hide from the creature while it was tearing his friend. I slowly went down the stairs, leaving the creature behind. I got down two floors, and I heard a sound coming from behind me. I found a place to hide among the construction materials and kept quiet. The hooded man walked through, but wasn't like he was looking for me. Soon, I heard someone call, Ethan. The hooded figure stopped and looked around. I noticed that I had already heard that voice somewhere. It was the voice of the other hooded man, but he was dead. He should be dead. The hooded man tried to make a run for it. When he was passing through the door frame, I saw it. The creature was there and hit the hooded man with his tail in a whip-like fashion. Blood was pouring like the hound hit an artery. The hooded man started running in panic to the other side of the floor. Soon I saw the creature following him, walking like a lizard in the ceiling. This was my chance to escape, so I took it. I ran down the stairs as fast as I could. When I finally reached the ground floor, I thought it was all over. But when my friends came to greet me, my girlfriend and one other friend weren't there. You were taking too long to come down, so they went up to find you. I was broken. What the hell were they thinking? They will go right to the jaws of that unholy abomination. I screamed. My friends looked at me in an uneasy way. I didn't know how to tell them what happened. I didn't have the time either. Go call the authorities. There's a body there. I'm going to go in there and see if I can find them. They looked at me static, but they knew I would never play with something like this. One of them wanted to come with me, but I told him not to. It was gonna be dangerous and it wasn't requiring another person. Only one should take the risk. He tried to argue saying that two would be safer. I tried to stay calm and told him he didn't have the training I had, so he probably would only make things difficult for me. Fear started to take place inside of me again. In fact, that fear never left me. But it was extremely intense, and each step I took upwards only made the fear increase. I thought of running away and leaving them. Nobody would have to know. Maybe they could see that I wasn't there and leave. Maybe the hound had already taken them. What if I was next and my stupidity in going back into danger was going to be my demise? As I reached the sixth floor, I heard a call. It was my girlfriend. She was on the same floor as me. I walked slowly, coming close to her. Was it her? Was it a monster? I had already seen the creature mimic the voice of someone it killed. I took a piece of wood from the ground, because if this was the creature, 
At least, I'd try to harm it. Rage filled me with each step, and each step, images of my girlfriend being eaten by the creature echoed in my mind. I got closer and closer, slowly, and then she disappeared in front of me. She was in shock, looking at the piece of wood that I had in my hand, but I was relieved that she was okay. But she didn't ask about the wooden plank. She asked me where I was. Before I could explain, I heard my friend screaming upstairs. I took my girlfriend's hand and started running. When we got to the fifth floor, I started hearing my friend calling me, and my girlfriend wanted to stop, but I kept running. I knew it wasn't my friend. It was it. That thing. It was that goddamn hound that came straight from the pits of hell just to kill everything it sees. And I know what it can do. It can mimic voices. It's fast, strong, and can use the dark to become near invisible. When we got to the fourth floor, I heard it coming right onto us. I told my girlfriend to stay hidden, that I would try to lure it upstairs and to leave the place as soon as she sees the creature running up the stairs. She was confused, but she nodded. She was on the brink of panic and still had to be strong. I told her, do not come to me, even if she heard me calling, and run away the most she can. We awaited the creature to pass us, and then I ran upstairs. The creature was quick to notice and came running to me. I was tired of those damn stairs. So many stairs. I heard the creature coming closer and closer to me. It was right behind me. I could even feel its breath on my back without choice. I jumped out of the window. It hurt too much, and the glass cut me from the impact and from the fall. I almost fainted and was sure I had broken bones. I could see the black sky of the night and the creature looming over me and licking the blood from the shards of glass in the window. Soon my girlfriend came to me and I saw the light of the sirens reflecting in the building. Then all went black. I stayed in the hospital for quite some time. I had deep cuts from the glass shards and some broken bones. The police officers asked me a lot of questions and I tried to answer them as best as I could. But I was sure they wouldn't believe in me. Even I doubt my sanity at this point. I got sent home, but everywhere I look, if it is dark, I can feel him. The rooftops, the alleyways, everywhere. He is tracking me. I can feel it. I won't let him take me. I won't be dog food. I won't. The suspect of the murders was found dead in his apartment, shot to the head. Supposedly, this is the note he left. He was diagnosed with several mental illnesses. This has been a Daily Ghost Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you've enjoyed every episode. And if you want to continue to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at Daily Ghost Pod. That's Daily Ghost P-O-D. And you can also support the show by simply visiting patreon.com slash podculture. That's patreon.com slash P-O-D-C-U-L-T-U-R-E. Help this thing grow. Help it become as creepy as we'd want. Thanks again for listening to the Daily Ghost Podcast. Until next time, my pretties.